Welcome to Diversity Matters, the DEI Committee's podcast about diversity, equity, and inclusion here at Ireland Home Based Services. This is your host, Susanna Olivas. In this episode, we are going to talk about Asian American and Pacific Islanders Month. From May 1st to May 31st, we recognize the historical and cultural contributions of individuals and groups of Asian and Pacific Islander descent here in the United States. This includes cultures that come from the entire Asian continent. This includes East, Southeast, and South Asia. But this does also include the Pacific Islands of Melanesia, Micronesia, and Polynesia. There are a total of 48 different countries in Asia, and this does not include the different islands I even mentioned. Someone who comes from Asian descent can come from Japan, China, Indonesia, Thailand, South or North Korea, Vietnam, or many, many more not included in my list. The month of May was chosen to commemorate the immigration of the first Japanese to the United States on May 7, 1843, and to mark the anniversary of the completion of the Transcontinental Railroad on May 10, 1869. In 1978, President Jimmy Carter signed a resolution designating May as Asian Pacific Heritage Week. In 1992, the official designation of May as Asian Pacific American Heritage Month was signed into law. Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders have helped contribute to many parts of American culture and society. This includes contributions in science, medicine, literature, arts, sports, law, government, and politics. Now let's talk about how to interact with someone from the AAPI community. As with any community, it is actually important to approach interactions with respect and an open mind. Avoid making assumptions about someone based on their race or ethnicity and instead focus on getting to know them as an individual. Listen to their experiences and their perspectives and also ask questions if you are unsure about something. There are many different things that you should consider when working with someone who considers themselves of Asian descent. This can include workers, clients, other providers, or someone working in a community resources that you may utilize. Working with someone who is of the Asian descent, it is important to understand the role of cultural values such as interpersonal harmony, loss of faith, and filial piety, as these cultural values may play on their Asian American or Pacific Islander beliefs about psychological distress. You need to also consider the implications for mental health services in this community. Before we move on more in depth, I want to go over what interpersonal harmony, loss of faith, and filial piety mean. Interpersonal harmony is defined as a relationship in which two parties concurrently sense tangible coordination, cooperation, and congeniality, or even integration. Loss of faith is the state of no longer being respected by people because of something that you have done. And lastly, Filial piety is an attitude of respect of someone's parents, ancestors, and in societies influenced by Confucian thought. It is important to consider how psychological distress is seen in some Asian cultures. 
In some Asian cultural groups, the experience of psychological distress is not only a reflection of the individual in distress, but it actually affects the entire family. This means that shame, embarrassment, and loss of face contribute to whether or not an individual will even admit to experiencing psychological problems. This can therefore make it harder for someone to ask or even seek help. Remember when working with someone that they may want help, but first, they need to be able to accept how it will be viewed by others in their family. They may receive shame or even guilt, and it is important for them to get past this to the point where they are able to seek help for themselves. Another reason that someone may not seek help is due to the language barrier that they face. They may not be able to find someone that can treat them in the way that they need to due to a loss in translation. And this can make it harder for someone not just to open up, but also understand what they're being told or any advice that they may receive. You should always be patient and understanding if you're not able to completely understand someone whose first language is not English. Listen and ask them to repeat themselves if needed. And if you're still having trouble, you can ask them if they're able to write it down so that you can understand better. They may even need you to slow down and repeat yourself, because remember, English is not their first language. Be sure not to get frustrated. It may be a good idea to repeat what you think you may have heard. This can help the other person know that you are listening and wanting to understand while also confirming what they said. You should be aware of inaccurate historical stereotypes and myths about Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders and how they have affected the mental health of this community. Another thing to consider is that there are more than 30 different languages spoken by those who consider themselves an Asian American or Pacific Islander. There is also a great inter-ethnic variation among Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders, so be sure not to assume someone's ethnic identity. If you're not sure what someone's ethnic identity may be, you should consider asking. Remember, you should never assume and asking someone will actually show them the respect that they are wanting. You should understand that Asian Americans and Pacific Islanders are immensely diverse in many ways, and one should not make assumptions about a client's experiences or adherence to traditional cultural values and practices. Every family varies in one way or another, but especially when you are not completely aware or sure of someone's cultural identity. Be sure to ask or even learn more about someone in order not to offend them in any way. It is also important to be aware of any cultural differences that may affect your interactions. For example, in some AAPI cultures, it's customary to show respect by using honorific titles or addressing elders as auntie or uncle. Being mindful of these names can help create more positive and inclusive interactions. When interacting with clients, be sure to call them by their names unless they have requests to be called by a different name or nickname. You want to make sure that you're not assuming or making them feel uncomfortable with any other names. Another thing that you should be mindful of is physical contact. In some AAPI cultures, physical contact may be reserved for just close friends and family members. Because of this, it is important to ask permission before hugging or touching someone especially if you're not familiar with their cultural background. This is true for all clients or people you come into contact with. It is best to not touch clients and to ask before you may need to touch them. An example of this would be if you need to pick up a child. 
One should also respect the personal space of others, especially if they are from a different culture than you. In some AAPI cultures, personal space may be different from what you're accustomed to. Being mindful of personal space and not standing too close to someone can help create a more comfortable and respectful interaction. This can help make others feel more at ease and can help your sessions be more natural to them. Finally, let's talk about how to promote and even celebrate Asian American and Pacific Islander Month. There are many ways to get involved, such as attending virtual events, reading a book, watching a movie created by the AAPI community, or donating to organizations that support the AAPI community. It is also important to take action against discrimination and hate crimes targeting someone from this community. This can include speaking out against harmful comments or anything that you might hear. You can also help support the community by donating to organizations that provide support and resources to those affected by hate crimes. Be an ally to those who are seen different. And remember that this is not limited to just the AAPI community. Another way to celebrate by supporting Asian-owned businesses. This could include trying a new restaurant or even purchasing products from an AAPI store. This is a great way for you to support someone financially while also helping them build their business. If you're not able to buy something, don't be afraid to share their store on social media or with a friend or anybody else that you might know. Also remember that another way to celebrate is to continue to learn about Asian history and culture. Reading books, watching documentaries, or attending virtual events that focus on the AAPI community and culture can help deepen your understanding and your appreciation for this community. We have only touched on this matter and there's so much more to learn. Even if you take the time to learn about a different person or a cultural event every day, every month, just whenever you have time, you can expand your horizons greatly. Don't forget, you can go to a museum or listen to a podcast, watch a movie, go to the library. There is information all over. One thing to keep in mind is to remember that you can honor others of color any time of the year. You do not need a special dedicated month to honor and to recognize others. This is just another month to help emphasize these things. These months are there to help us bring them to light and possibly even join community events that may be happening during this time. Thank you for listening to the Asian American Pacific Islanders episode for the Diversity Matters podcast. In conclusion, AAPI Month is an opportunity to celebrate and honor the contributions of the AAPI community to our society by approaching interactions with respect and openness, highlighting positive achievements, and taking action against discrimination. We can help create a more inclusive and supportive environment for all. We want you to keep listening out for our upcoming episodes. Reach out to us, the Diversity Committee, if you want us to have you on an episode or even if you have an idea for an episode. We want to hear from you guys on our podcast, so we ask you to submit your request to us. Remember, you can send any feedback or request to the Diversity Committee. We cannot wait to hear from you guys. Thank you.